looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we're off on Thanksgiving. So here's a very special call. Hello to my faves at Who Weekly. This is longtime listener, fairly frequent caller, Lena Dunham. I um, could not help but hear your delightful segment on my purported feud with none other than Clarissa, the teenage witch, as I've been calling her. Um, And while I was obviously not going to comment on it, because why, um, I thought that I would give my exclusive thoughts to Who Weekly. And also, I just love you guys, so I wanted to say hi. Um, I only found out about this feud because Melissa Joan Hart said how much she was hearing about this feud. But let's just say I didn't hear about this feud until Melissa Joan Hart talked about how much she was hearing about this feud. Do you know what I mean? So um, obviously, like, I'm not in a feud with anyone. I literally live in London and barely leave my home. That being said, to clarify a few points, I have never met Melissa Joan Hart, never been in a room with her, never seen her. I did see all of Clarissa explains on all three in the Teenage Witch. The other, I've also never met Angelica Houston. The other detail that's important is my father did play doubles tennis with Mitchell Creedman, the creator of Clarissa Explains It All. He gave me a Clarissa Explains It All t-shirt when I was seven and also a denim jacket. It was very cool for me because I wasn't a super popular child and it was exclusive past year. That being said, never met Mitchell Creedman, so I'm a fan and appreciate his support. So, Having never met any of the people involved in this story, it was, and having barely exited my home since the year 2018, it was definitely a surprise. And I'm not going to say it didn't tickle me because I am a consumer of fake gossip. And so it's always interesting to me to see how the sausage gets made. Um, And then to hear you guys eat the sausage, spit it back out and make something new with it. So, uh, crunch, crunch, Garjo, yummy pop, love to everyone. I mean, including Melissa Joan Hart, because why not? Love Incredible. to everyone. So there's a new sign-off. We have we have Lena Dunham using our sign-offs, Crunch Crunch and Scarjo Yummy Pop. And she added a new one. Love to everyone, including Melissa Joan Hart, because why not? <laughs> <laughs> love to everyone, sense. including Melissa Joan Hart. 
I just love Lena Dunham saying, you ate the sausage. It's like, yum, yum, crunch, crunch. Squish, squish. But then we ate the sausage and spit it back out. And we had a new sausage. Wow. So rarely do we get direct feedback by the (laughs) subject of our... I love this. Our topics. Thank you, Lena, for providing that exclusively to us that's an mm-hmm. us exclusive not an us exclusive an us exclusive it's you know an what us. Mean? i mean i hope a we us, exclusive i us weekly if you're listening people if you're listening write about this immediately and link to us <laughs> when you put in the headline <laughs> lena dunham says when, they don't know, how, they don't know how, link. how to link link to when, a podcast i don't think so honey. when you put it in the headline and you say lena dunham says she's never met melissa joan hart amid feud alleged feud link to who weekly Incredible. You know, she has a sense of humor about it, but denies all allegations of <laughs> knowing this woman. She says, I don't know this woman. It's really she funny. She said, I don't know this woman. And she also said, I don't know, Angelica Houston. <laughs> oh, that, and that seems like a damn shame. I know. If I were famous, I'd want to know Angelica Houston. I know. That I would be like one that of the people be remedied. that I talk to my agent and I'm like, can you give me Angelica Houston's number? I really want to have coffee with her. And they're like, why? And it's like, why not? <laughs> Wouldn't you? Thank you to Lena for calling. Sorry for playing a call on the normal episode, but we are off this week for Thanksgiving, so we just had to. And that honestly did feel like breaking news because we broke it. It did. That's breaking. I broke down when the call came in. The Who Weekly office was a buzz. Okay, Mm -hmm. let's move on to some hot topics. Oh, that made me sad. Don't say that. Don't say that. That's not ours. Whatever. Okay, let's move on to some cold topics. It is cold (laughs) out, so the topics can be cold. Freezing, but freezing topics. Jason Momoa is a them, but is he? What did we decide on Jason Momoa? I actually kind of forget. That's such a good question. I think we had a hard time, and if I'm remembering correctly, I was willing to call him a them and you weren't. I kind of still think he's a who. Okay, Maybe for, we're in the same predicament. For the sake of this segment, just so we can talk about this, because it is funny, Jason Momoa is a who right now. And he got this headline in the Daily there Mail. There is an entire <laughs> like small group coming for Jason Momoa. I didn't realize this. They literally are organized. They have a website called Moronic Momoa. <laughs> because they bought a what full... What did he do? Okay, they bought a full-page ad in, I think, USA Today. Maybe the New York Times, but I think USA Today. Yeah, it was USA Today. Babes, okay, well, they're getting they're getting a free ad here. What are also, they? Also, no offense to journalism, I didn't know that USA Today was still publishing, printing. I thought they were like... I fully thought USA Today was like online only or something. G- legitimately. But that's stupid. I guess they're in every hotel in the world. But USA Today... Full-page print ad. This is why they still exist, because people pay for full-page print ads that say, does Momoa care about the planet or profits? And it's him photoshopped clutching a wad of cash in front of an ocean littered with cans. I need to know who these people are, because this is honestly, this is giving lobbyist vibes. I found out. It's crazy. So the people are mad. The, The people who've created Moronic Momoa with like all this information, why they hate him, are mad because he is demonizing plastic bottles and hoodwinking fans into buying aluminum bottles from his own brand. So mm-hmm. he's saying, stop buying plastic bio- bottles, buy aluminum, they're reusable, et cetera. That's part of his, you know, his mantra, his sales pitch um, from his, he has a water company called mm-hmm. uh, Manalu. 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 And so okay. this company, Moronic Momoa, Moronic they said Momoa when company. you go to moronicmomoa.com, you see this paragraph. 
Jason Momoa is attempting to hoodwink his fans into believing he cares about the environment by demonizing plastic water bottles. By demonizing plastic water bottles. But I'm unlike... sorry, but did a plastic water bottle write this website? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> but unlike the setting of his new movie, this isn't the dream world, and he can't fool his fans. The actor founded an aluminum canned water company, a material that is dirty to produce, and a product that is littered five times more frequently than plastic water bottles. If Momoa cared about the planet, he'd encourage recycling instead of touting his overpriced canned water. So I was like, who's... Like, first of all, who hates Jason Momoa, right? Who's militantly anti-Jason Momoa? I've been wondering why he's going on all these, like, talk shows and, like, showing his tush. Yeah, he's like, look at me in the thong. like, out here being like, don't look at the people who are mad at me about my water bottles or whatever. Look at my butt. Look at my cheeks. So... I was like, what is this company? And I went to the website and it says, wait, Moron, Moronic Momoa. On the bottom of the website, it says copyrightmoronicmomoa.com. Then you click on the PDF and it takes you to the full page PDF. And it says paid for by the Center for Organizational Research and Education. And I was like, that sounds like a bullshit acronym. That doesn't mean anything. Yep. You know? Sounds like a shell company for a bunch of lobbyists. C O R E. It's literally what it a can. For. It's literally a water bottle. Is being like this <laughs> website. I'm serious. It's, it's the company that was formerly known as the CCF, God, which stood for Center for Consumer Freedom, which is a nonprofit. Oh. It's technically a nonprofit. This is crazy. It's so funny. I'm sure there could be yeah. an entire podcast about this company. It was a, right. It's a company created by, in part. A six hundred thousand dollar funding round from Philip Morris, from? the tobacco company. No, after after <laughs> the tobacco company got in trouble and like had to pay back people. So it was like in nineteen ninety five they started this company so to be like a says, watchdog. Wow. And the and they the, said we're don't worry, um, people. We know smoking is bad now. Here's our company that that's going to keep stuff. us in check, right? Oh and what this company does, it was founded by this guy Richard Berman. And it's a nonprofit. It still is. It's gone through name changes. I don't really understand the name changes, but I think a lot of the name changing has to do with like mm, what, continuing to I obscure their the past. Cha- I right. understand the name changes. It's like anyone who learns what we really are, we get to change our name again. Exactly. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. So over the it's past giving, what? catch me if you can. Yeah. <laughs> over I the right? past over the past like twenty-eight years, this company, despite its name changes, this Richard Berman company has gone through several iterations and has been uh, I guess, exposed by a lot of journalists as essentially this corrupt tax, not like tax exempt, but unfairly, unjustly organization that works with- You mean it's giving Scientology? Yes. That works with restaurants, like fast food companies, meat companies, tobacco companies, Mm. and saying we represent consumers, but really they represent the companies. And so it's sort of like- they, they, here's a, here's a quote. This is from, I think, the Washington Post. No, from USA Today. So Michael Pollan wrote one time that it's a, quote, astroturf organization that works on behalf of large food companies to protect their ability wow. to sell junk food. Okay? So they work with places wow. like Tyson Foods, Coke, Red Lobster, Arby's, Hooters, Wait, all so these we places. we were joking about the plastic water bottle having written this website. We're, like, not that far we're from you're the not truth that far because the plastic water bottle did write the website. So my presumption here is that this organization is speaking up on behalf of restaurants that love plastic waste and they're like i don't think not even guy. restaurants maybe like Poland organizations like a company that sells yeah. water like a like the water bottle lobby got in touch with them and they said can you create mm-hmm. some distraction i mean they're getting the press like the daily mail is running about them as if 
they don't want to do an extra Google, you know, they, as if they're it's just quite legitimate them face yeah. value. Exactly. But these aren't like Z- like Zoe Kravitz stands or something like these aren't like people who did this as sort of a personal attack against Jason Momoa. It's, I think, big plastic being like, fuck aluminum and fuck this guy. And because he's famous, we'll get attention for this. But I don't know if this stuff actually sort of affects change. Although I don't even know if that's the point. I almost think that I could be wrong. Maybe a lawyer should call in about this or not. I don't know that I care that much. I suspect- in Daily Mail, it says, speaking to Fox News, Richard Berman, the executive of yes, Core. It's like they're not hiding behind much in like where they're He's getting the guy. their platform to speak essentially what is bullshit. And I think the reason they do stuff like this is to sort of assert themselves as a nonprofit. So it's like every once in a while they have to do something like this so that people can say, no, I am a nonprofit. Look at me. I'm doing this stuff. Like I'm I'm trying to enact this change, but really it doesn't really mean anything. And like they said, it's it's this AstroTurf organization. It's not really it's not real. So and so we're team Jason. And oh, this we're one. very team Jason. Absolutely. I'm Team sure. Aluminum. Yeah. Jason Momoa is a passionate advocate to get rid of single-use plastic, and he called out his buddy Chris Pratt over it. Yeah, so take a look at this photo that Chris posted on his Instagram. So Chris was teasing a new project with Amazon that will show off his workouts, but you can see that Chris is holding a plastic water bottle. So Jason commented on the photo, bro, I love you, but WTF on the water bottle, no single-use plastic. Come on. Mm-hmm. A couple of hours later, Chris replied to Jason's comment saying, Aquaman! You're completely right. Damn it. I always carry my big gallon-sized reusable water jug around with me, too. I even had it that day. If I remember correctly, somebody threw that plastic bottle to me in the photo shoot because I didn't know what to do with my hands. I never know what to do with my hands. So uncomfortable. For real, though. Love you, too, buddy. My bad. I don't want your home of Atlantis covered in plastic. Hear that, kids? Reduce, reuse. Recycle. Now, Jason then did a post on his own Instagram where he posted an old photo of Chris and him together with his kids, and he apologized to Chris, writing, Bro, you know my children and I are madly in love with you, and I love everything you do. I'm sorry this was received so badly today. I didn't mean for that to happen. I'm just very passionate about the single-use plastic epidemic. The plastic water bottles have to stop. I hope you make a reusable water bottle for Amazon so we can all purchase. You're an inspiration to many. I'm one of them. Moving on, Lindsay, how do you feel about the fact that Ellen Pompeo is officially gone from Grey's Anatomy after 19 I'm seasons? I'm like proud of her. She's free. It's like genie or free. It's giving genie or free vibes. Yeah, I mean, it's about time. The genie, true heads you're free fell to off do that orphan. show a long time ago. I mean, now she can like, what, do... Uh, what can she do? Uh, what is she going to do? That's the real question. What that will she orphan, do? That orphan show? The Hulu show about the real life orphan? That she's like producing or whatever mm-hmm. with her production company. Yeah. I think so. All right. Yeah. Shonda finally said, okay, I'll forgive you if you go. The show's going to be okay. This show, this show could completely change its cast. They could all become firefighters she's and people would still watch Grey's Anatomy. The show, as is. She's not really even there. She's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. maybe sometimes. I'm not watching it. I actually can't even really speak to that. But apparently she's barely there. So having her leave, I guess it's actually a nice boost for the show because it can have they can have a big send off. It's kind of giving sweeps when they when they kill off an iconic character. They can like do a little thing. But Ellen Pompeo, I feel like needs to do other things in her life. Has a, has an actor ever been known for a TV role that they've done for 19 seasons as much as she? Like I just feel like she is so I can't I'm trying to think of another person who did a show that long like just without 
a care in the world to stop and do other things, you I know? Mean, not counting, I think it's more, you you see this on daytime soap operas. You don't see it on primetime soap operas. Not you know, counting like, those, Shows though. just don't last this long. They just don't. Right, that's, it's unprecedented that an actress has could be on a show for 19 seasons, like, and not, and with, honestly, little little to no care to do big things outside of it. I mean, she's definitely done other things, but she's mm-hmm. really like, this is the role of my life. This is like what I'm doing. I mean, maybe now oh. she'll, you know, she can do other things, but what? The only other person I can I'm... think of is, of course, think about it. Another woman. Can you think about another woman who's been in a show for over 20 years in the same role? Beloved network American? No. Mariska Hargitay. Oh, she's wow. still on okay, it. Okay, yeah. It's sure, like the long, sure. it's like I was just trying to think of That's like what are some long running shows? And it's like SV fucking That's a U. great one. If she leaves SVU, she will get as she will get more attention than I think Ellen Pompeo got for the, leaving this. But this was written about every. I don't know. We've been writing about Ellen Pompeo leaving this show for a long time. Like, when will it happen? Will it end the show? Da da da. You're right. Like, there's. It's hard to compare because the longest running shows are like The Simpsons, and that doesn't <laughs> count. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah. The Family Guy, The Simpsons, like Grey's. You know, Grey's is up here. Law and Order is number two. Mm-hmm. SVU specifically. We've got longest, the longest running shows, scripted American primetime television series. I'm on the Wikipedia. The Simpsons, Law and Order, I'm SVU. Too. I'm in the order. Svu Law and Order regular, Family Guy, Gunsmoke. See, none of these. Never this heard doesn't of it mean any, This doesn't mean anything to me. Blue Bloods. NCIS. Lassie. Grey's mm-hmm. is number nine. Grey's is number what? Oh, there. Are, oh, some of them are tied. It's like Grey's. It's, ha- yeah. It's like Blue Blood started in 2010. It's like. You're a baby compared to Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> but it's like, even if you scroll down, it's like, okay, Murder, She Wrote had 12 seasons, but Angela Lansbury is not known for just being murdered. Like, 12 exactly. seasons is not is a lot, but not enough to be Grey's Anatomy style. Like, mm-hmm. Angela did a lot of other things. She, like, famously did theater, you know. She famously did a lot of other things. <laughs> she famously did Beauty and the Beast, et cetera. So, like, mm-hmm. it's just interesting to me. It's like, there really is no one else like the two examples that you just gave, which were, like, Ellen and Mariska like it just it really is a very specific thing oh my god it's really it's all hitting me we talked about this also the last time it happened we did we when Polly Perrette left NCIS <laughs> Polly Perrette left NCIS and we the love people Polly were, went crazy do we but Polly... it's whatever the people went crazy well we just love Polly Perrette because she had a lot of wackadoo headlines back in the day um, and <sighs> sure, she was entertaining sure, sure. she was consistently entertaining because okay so Polly Perrette, but also Polly Perrette does not really hold the culture in her hands like Ellen Pompeo does. Mm -hmm. I love that the subtext of this, at least in my estimation for all of these stories, is like, damn, these women are rich. (laughs) Like, they're so rich. 19 seasons Which is on a why you don't show. stay on a show for 19 seasons unless there's something kind of else going on there, which I think is kind of like Ellen Pompeo got a little uh, Stockholm, Sweden, Sweden, Stockholm, Stockholm Syndrome, Stockholm syndrome. into Stockholm Syndrome Shonda into syndrome. this role. It's like, <laughs> it's so important that you stay in this role. It's so important. It's like, babe, it hasn't been important since like season 11, you know? <laughs> we're on 19 just saying season 11 it hasn't been important since season 11 is insane (laughs) right and we're on 19 now or something 11 was a guess i'm not like saying that i don't remember when last time i watched was but when did the plane crash and then they had to get all new doctors except that was so crazy that was a huge reset a huge reset they killed off half the cast and then ellen pompeo was like i survived (laughs) i'm still here she wasn't on the plane oh she wasn't on the plane. plane 
Oh, yeah, okay. Let's not again do it. Okay, so she wrote she she wrote a goodbye like she wrote her goodbye announcement post, which I gotta it's say so paired funny. with a very strange image, not a photo it's of her so as a doctor, just like a weird, beautiful it's shot so of her in glam funny. with a neon sign behind her that says "All you need is love." Okay. And babe. what's behind her is I think like a goodie bat, like a welcome basket for like either a party or like a hotel room. It's just yeah. Like did she like <laughs> snatch this off Getty from some like event that she went to? It looks like she took a selfie with the ring light and was like I look really good here I'm gonna use this photo where I feel really happy with how I look it so looks like a wrote, photo she I'm took. eternally grateful and humbled by the love and support you have shown me Meredith Grey capital Grey and the show for 19 seasons through it all none of it would have been possible without the best fans in the world you all are riders and you've made the, the ride so fun and iconic I love you madly and appreciate you right back. This isn't your first time on the roller coaster. You know the show must go on, and I'll definitely be back to visit. Oh, with a lot of love and immense gratitude, XOE. So I was like, I guess they're not going to kill her. I really wanted them to kill <laughs> Meredith Grey. I just feel like if I was Ella, I'd be like, kill her, or I'm not leaving because I can't leave the door open. But I guess she said, we'll leave the door open. We'll leave the, su- the surgical door open or whatever. Surgical I think she's going to pop in and out. I think she's going to pop in and out every once in a while. And Shonda also- even posted a photo of them and said you know you know what can't wait to see what's in store for you it's like babe she's like in her 40s like she <laughs> I open like Shonda's like you're free good luck with the rest of your career honey <laughs> I'm kidding I think that they're actually like friends it's it seems like they're it friends like, it seems like they're friends yeah. also I love the comparison between these two Instagram captions because Shonda the writer is like good punctuation correct capitalization and then Ellen Pompeo is afflicted with like celebrity punctuation and capitalization oh, syndrome where like she nothing. She can act. She can't write. She's an actress. Come on. The way that famous people use ellipses and punctuations and yes, spaces. Yes, we love it. And we absolutely just, love the way that no they use No one is doing it like them. <laughs> no one is yeah, doing well, it I'm like sorry. Them. What do they, they have an editor? They, they're writing for the New York Times. They can do whatever the fuck they want. They like, know it. The first comment on hers is Kate Walsh, who's also afflicted with celebrity punctuation and capitalization syndrome. Love and adore you. Always and forever. At Ellen Pompeo. Never goodbye. Just to see you later. Doll. Hearts. Around the face. The funny thing about this, too, is is Ellen Pompeo the first person to leave Grey's Anatomy who, without, like, drama or, like, in, a, in oh, like, a way a that point. is, like, disgraced? It just feels very much like if you go through all the cast members, it's like every one of them has left for some sort of, like, weird or... Oh, honestly, we I did something wrong. Reason? Even did Tr Knight to... want to leave? Did he want to leave? They really have had the most iconic history of people leaving in a bad way, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even um up to Patrick Dempsey, who they mur- who they murdered, they killed him, and he even was like out the door being an asshole. Yeah, Tr Knight was also fraught when he left. I forgot about that all dra- that whole drama. Yeah, because he was hate crimed by another actor. Mm-hmm. Well, it had it was an extension that of right? that, but yeah, hate crimed. He was he was called a slur. He was he was called a slur. Called a slur. He was called yeah. a slur. Um, but it was it was more complicated than that. I'm just saying, I feel like this show is fraught with people leaving on bad terms. It's rare to have somebody leave on good terms, and Ellen Pompeo has outlasted them all. She mm-hmm. outlist, outlast, out, outwitted, out outwitted, outplayed, Listen. and outlasted. She outwitted, outplayed, and outlasted. The winner of Survivor Marquesas, Ellen Pompeo. 
She also outsaved. I bet her bank account is <laughs> pretty mighty. You're like obsessed with how rich they are. It's you're so... obsessed. Okay, get over it. I love when the I love when the when the when the when an actor's wealth is like, like on a completely like different plane as the actor's like actual fame. It's funny to me, and that's always network stars. That's called the Kaylee Cuoco. That's called the Cuoco. No, exactly. Cuoco. It's, it's called the Cuoco, the Cuoco syndrome. It's called the it's called Cuoco the Cuoco. Ma- it's called the Cuoco matrix the Cuoco. or something. The Cuoco <laughs> matrix. No, I like the Cuoco effect. The Cuoco effect. And actually, not as much anymore because I would say that she's become immensely famous. Like once she left Big Brother, Big Brother Theory, <laughs> Big Bang Theory, <laughs> she like was able to break kind of out of that. You could say a little bit of a niche, even though that's obviously mm-hmm. that's a huge show and a lot of people knew her. They knew her as that character, and there kind of was a, a celebrity aspect missing. But since then, I mean, she's run with it. She had multiple boyfriends. She, you know, everybody knows about her horse, like whatever. <laughs> that's her best it. friendship with Zosha. Her Manic. best friend Zosha or Zosha, as we learned, that is not the. It's not Zosha. It's Zosha. Oh, Zosha. See, okay. Do you remember what her character's name is? I never watched this show, but do you remember what her character's name is on Big Bang Theory? Becky. Penny. Okay. Well, do you know what Ellen Pompeo's character's name is on Grey's Anatomy? Or Meredith. Or have you forgot that already? Meredith. Does she understand how hard it is to do 300 episodes of a television show? That she definitely doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Not many people do. No. Yeah. And congratulations on that. Thank I, you. Did you have any... At what point in the run did you ever have comprehend that it could go on this long. Well, every year, I keep saying this is the last year, they're definitely going to get sick of us. It's The ratings are going to plummet, and we're over at the end of this year. I say it every single year, and it never happens. I can't believe people aren't sick of me yet. Uh, well, I... <laughs> I really don't want to talk about this woman because I cannot stand her, but it is really funny, and in, in a way, I sort of see this as, like, a bit of a fall it's from grace. Great. It's kind of a fall from grace to me. It's giving housewives, which I love, because I feel like it's, you know, uh, if you turn off your brain long enough, you might think this oh, woman do doesn't that. have a singing career because <laughs> you're like, I can it's turn off my brain. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you could forget with, with the types of press that Catherine McPhee gets now, you might forget she's a singer because it's like Catherine McPhee, like, teases sexy but practical Christmas gifts for husband David Foster, who reveals she is not a materialistic person at all as she launches as she launches sparkling KMF jewelry line. And it's like, <laughs> wait, who's Catherine McPhee again? And then you kind of remember it all comes back to you. Well done, Whoopi. All right, we're moving from snails and garlic to meatloaf on stage. The first two Bat Out of Hell albums sold over 45 million copies between them. And Bat Out of Hell 3 looks to be as big as the legend himself. Here to sing, it's all coming back to me now. Please welcome Catherine McPhee and Meatloaf. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. <laughs> Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots, huge. On the line dancing huge floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. 
<laughs> no pain. And Tacovas is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacova's.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> when I sleep on s- other beds, what is there I else get to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix Rude. so much. So rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. She just tried to go from American Idol contestant to smash star to Broadway star. That didn't work. And then she was like, I'm going to be a gay icon. But then she was like, I'm a deep MAGA Republican. So <laughs> the gays so were I like, we don't like you. I have to marry a 70-year-old like music producer and like op- and start a jewelry line. And, you well, know? But, but then she marries the, the 70-year-old music producer and she's like, well, maybe I can just become kind of a socialite and like a queen in this area. But I think even, I think she was even rejected by that community too. And then she's like, well, I'm going to support Rick Caruso for mayor, but then he lost. It just seems like Catherine <laughs> McPhee keeps flopping left and right, even though she is. She is flopping left I and right. I think on paper she's successful. And she's the gays had rich. her... They had the her, had her They said, girly, you can trust fall. We'll catch you. They and said, then she donated to us. We got you, honey. If you do smash the musical, we will show up. Yes. And then she said, bye, gays. No, I mean, she just like, you. this is very much the story of a lot of kind of, mm, you don't want to know where the checks are being, who the mm-hmm. checks are being written to. You don't want to know. Mm-hmm. So she launches a jewelry line, which actually cracks me up because KMF are obviously her um, initials. But whenever I see KMF, I think of KMS. And I'm sorry. I just think of KMS. And I just think it's a bad. <laughs> How do you not think a of very, KMS? No, I think about it, too, because F sounds like S. <laughs> 
Yes. As someone who is constantly spelling his name F-I-N-G-E-R, and they think I'm saying S-I-N-G-E-R, F sounds like S. And... It just sounds like when I see the letters, at first I see kill myself. I'm sorry, I just can't. <laughs> That's I can't. Awful. I shouldn't be it. laughing, but it's true. But it's just like it's just I just am laughing because it's like it's like if I started a doodle that was called like L O I, and you were like <laughs> Lindsay, it looks like L O L, and I'm like, no, it's L O I stands for Lindsay, uh, Lindsay on ice, and I'm like, and then like it's because the jewelry is icy, and I'm Lindsay, and you're like Lindsay, that is not good. L O I is not good. <laughs> it looks like L O L, but the second L is lowercase. You, you came up with it. that too quickly, so I'm sort of wondering I if, know. if your dream is to create a jewelry line called no, Lindsay on Ice. No, I'm just, no, you're right. I did come up with that really fast, considering. That was like too fast. That was a little too fast Thank you. for comfort. So she's she's <laughs> if if it weren't debasing enough for if it weren't debasing enough for Catherine McPhee to sort right. of do all of this and try to like ignore all the bad press that she's been getting lately, the way that she launched this. Somewhere in the middle of Rodeo Drive, in front of a step and repeat that cannot stop flapping in the wind, she's just talking to what seems like strangers well, on the like, street, <laughs> on this yeah, live stream. Yeah, it's very confusing. She did an event on Rodeo Drive, like on Talk Shop Live. What's weird about the jewelry is it's actually quite expensive. It's not cheap. It is. Jewelry, I was so surprised it, by that, too. It can't be... You really can't say, like, oh, she's selling, like, TJ Maxx Marshall stuff. Like, she's not. Her jewelry is, like... We're talking about like a thousand dollars for a necklace. Like yeah. these things are not cheap. So in that way, there is a little bit of a kind of rejection of the normal route, which would be like Cameron Candice Cameron Candace Bur- Candace Cameron Bure selling like leggings or sweatpants on QVC. Like that's not what she's doing. So she hosted a pop up on Rodeo Drive with Talk Shop Live, which is I guess a QVC adjacent website. But you can mm-hmm. watch the entire stream. I don't recommend it. I opened it's it. Forty one like, minutes oh long. My fuck. God. It is the shakiest video the since the Blair Witch Project. It is unbelievable. It's crazy. <laughs> um, it, it's all overlaid with 18 karat gold. So it's a great price point because it's not a solid gold. Okay. Um, but it is sterling silver. So very that's affordable. our very affordable. And um, I love them because, well, first of all, I like to wear a lot of jewelry. Layering. Um, yes. So I, these are great layering pieces. Like they just look so pretty when you put like five on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like a one one person. Oh, we've got bomb sniffers. That's great. We love that. Yay for the police! Yay! Uh, Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so as you see, they're layered beautifully here. You can wear one. I like to wear ten. That's just me. My mom and sister just arrived. It's a full family affair. So Some is good, more is better. Yeah, so um, our blossom line, though, we start with the barrels. Mm-hmm. We also have, I mean, you can see it on our actual website as well, the sterling silver earrings overlaid with the rose gold. And then um, I can move to the next item if you like, or unless you want to keep talking about I want to show one more quick thing. Okay. So um, layering is key. I- They're not cheap. And I don't know if you read the... Um, can the we read the whole statement. thing? It is the it's biggest really load good. of garbaggio I have ever read in my entire life. It reminds me of when it reminds me of when people get cast on like a comic book movie or something or like some sort of IP and they're movie. Like, and they're ever like, ever since been, I was little, I, was little I loved The Flash. Like I was obsessed with The Flash. All I've, ever since I was a little kid under the covers with the flashlight reading about how the Flash entered the Speed Force, I've been absolutely mystified by this character. Wait, and it's what like, is it? The Flash entered the, the Speed Force. <laughs> 
The Flash, Lindsay, it's the most iconic it's moment like of movies me. last year. No, the Flash it's like the me force. watching the World Cup tomorrow. It's like, I've loved soccer football for my whole life. I've been watching soccer the World football. Cup for so long. <laughs> Every year, I would love when they kick that ball and they save those goals. I have a great time. Ever since I was little, I'd wake up every day and say, Mommy, has the goal, has the soccer ball been kicked in the goal yet? Thinking, mm-hmm. I got to go cheer for my team. <laughs> it's like Jennifer Aniston when she gets the gig at Smartwater and she's like, ever since I was a little kid, I've been obsessed with drinking water. I'd wake up in the morning and I'd say, Mommy, when can I have my water? And she'd say, not until you brush your teeth, sweetheart. And I'd brush my teeth and I'd think about wanting that water. And then when I'd have the water, I'd be happier than I'd ever been and I'd be ready to start my day. It was like, okay, read this. I'd wait in line at the water fountain. And if there were more than two people in line, I'd get so upset because I needed to have my water fountain of water. Okay, Okay. this is bad. This is getting bad. It's a stretch. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Catherine McPhee's personal story that is on the website. It's literally called a personal, it's called a personal story. A personal story. Do you want to read it? Without a doubt, my first love has always been singing and acting. That's two things, by the way. (laughs) Already a mistake in the first phrase. But another love has been with me since my earliest of memories. At school, I was always busy doing jewelry trades with my best friends on the school desk. Instead of trading Pokemon cards. Can you read that? Can you read that sentence again? Because I'm not sure it was written by... At school, I was always busy doing jewelry trades with my best friends on the school desk. Instead of trading Where'd Pokemon school? or dolls, it was silver rings. Friday nights, I'd lay in bed with my mom watching jewelry channels and <laughs> I can't even read. Watching jewelry channels and screaming with delight. Babe, you at can which just say you love a necklace. I don't understand why it has to be like this. No one's going to not believe that you love a necklace, a ring, and a <laughs> earring, or and a We're bracelet. Done. We're not done. I have to read that sentence again, though. Friday nights, I'd lay in bed with my mom watching jewelry channels and screaming with delight screaming. which ones were my favorites. Every birthday, I'd wear with pride my multicolored... <laughs> Every birthday, I'd wear with pride my multicolored clown pin given specially from my what? great aunt Ruth. I'm sorry. This, this girlie's... <laughs> This is like the scene in um, Spy where Jude Law's like, I got you something special. It's a piece of jewelry. And Melissa McCarthy opens it up and she's expecting some sort of diamond ring. But it's just like a pin in the shape of like a drunk cupcake. <laughs> it's like, Thinking what? about doing something special for you. So. Doing gravy fine. <sighs> oh, that's. He's a crazy cupcake! (laughs) You love cakes. Well, I'm not a big cake. I make cakes. Yes, I I, see. Now you can wear a cake. I'm sorry, but Grandma Ruth, like, owned Catherine to death, where she said, Kathy, I have something for you. Okay, clown. Here's a clown pin. (laughs) She said, okay, clown. Great, Great Aunt Ruth. Great Aunt Ruth said gay Great rights Ruth also. Great Aunt Ruth said, you're a fucking jester and gay rights. It's true. And like, you will wear this clown pin. Great which... Aunt Ruth said gay rights and said, fuck your MAGA ass, okay? Expression through jewelry has always been a constant in my life. I can't believe yeah, Great Aunt clown, Ruth gave her a clown ass. Great Aunt Ruth was a savage bitch. I love Great Aunt Ruth. Like, taking the L by writing this, I'd be like ashamed. I'd be like, the clown pin goes into the drawer. I just, I just lie and say every birthday I'd wear with pride my multicolored heart pin given specially from my great aunt Ruth. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't need Can to you know. Please it was put a great clown. aunt Ruth in the title of the episode. Great, great aunt Ruth. 
Great Aunt Ruth is like literally <laughs> laughing her way <laughs> to great heaven. Aunt, great Aunt Ruth is definitely like in hell, like screaming at all of this. She's like, hold She's on, hold hell. on, hold on. My, my shitbag niece just launched a jewelry line. She doesn't get that it was a joke. Like, well, the funny thing is, do you think like that pin was just like some random tchotchke that like Ruth had lying around? That Ruth got like at a rest stop in Georgia. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Expression through jewelry has always been a constant in my life. And today, I'm blessed enough to be able to share that passion with you. No, that doesn't if sound If I was the editor enough. on this project, doesn't sound I, would say, I would say, Kathy, cut the first two paragraphs. All you need to say is the last one. We don't need to get into the rest. Mm-hmm. Green Aunt although, Ruth does not need to be brought up in this. Although I was thinking like, Kay sounds fancy. Tiffany fancy but what do i know because one of the most popular jewelry brands in the country is literally jared <laughs> so my opinion That's does so not true. matter you can't Kay. say that because jared exists tiffany jared <laughs> <laughs> and now kmf yeah kmf anyway so don't buy any of this even crap. when you say it you're like km F? Okay, fine. <laughs> they make great music together. Catherine McPhee, 38, sings as husband David Foster, 73. Oh, she trotted him out to play the piano. Plays the piano at Beverly Hills Christmas events. So then they had to, like, do events to, like, sell the jewelry and sell mm-hmm. the Christmas. And she sang mm-hmm. all of this, uh, you know. And they just had a kid, too. So I think that's also something we're writing about. I don't know. You know who has a successful influencer type business her uh, stepdaughters the fosters oh yeah of course maybe she saw them and said you're selling jeans i gotta sell something <laughs> and then she looked and then she opened up her jewelry box and saw that clown and pin she and she saw was like, great oh, aunt ruth's clown pin great aunt ruth would want me to do this you know what i would buy from Catherine mcphee without a clown pins clown pins <laughs> clown pin kcp Catherine's clown pins I got to say, there is an origin story there that's like Catherine McPhee was cursed by Great Aunt Ruth's clown pin. And once she received that, it's like it's like basically the mummy or whatever. <laughs> What's a story about a cursed? I- it's a cursed item is what I'm saying. Like we need an exorcism <laughs> for that clown pin. This is like this is a Stephen King novel for sure. It's giving the monkey paw, right? That's what. OK, there we go. <laughs> the monkey Sorry, paw. What, there we go. It's giving the there monkey we go. paw. There we go. It's giving like that clown pin. Like I don't, I don't want it near me. It's I don't giving, want it looking at me. It's giving monkey <laughs> I paw. I don't want it. I don't think she should be wearing it. Oh I mean, god. oh my god, uh, this is so funny. Oh my god, what a disaster she okay, is. Okay, but you know what I'm saying. Like I think yeah, that I, pin. Lindsay, needs we're to on be... the same. We're on the same. Cat McPage. Okay, it's fine. Anyway, if you buy, uh, if I want you to call in if you buy a piece of KMF jewelry and your life falls apart, <laughs> because I have a That's feeling a that phone. if you buy a piece of KMF jewelry, your life might fall apart. Wait, do you think that the the clown pin has said, if you want to get rid of the evil of the clown pin, you need to make a jewelry <laughs> oh God, line like and ring. sell. And oh God, every like time, yep, it's just like the ring. And every time you sell a ring then I will give up some of my curse to that person and you oh, will be relieved of the curse. God. So this That's has the been only from the beginning. Catherine McPhee has said, my goal in my career is to start a jewelry line when I'm ready and I have to sell these cursed jewels <laughs> to the women of Beverly Hills. That's a really good short story. You got to write that. This is, this is horror. Okay. I'll write it. Okay, I'll write it. Do not buy one of KMF's jewels because you will get the curse and you will make kmf's life 
a little better. Pierce Brosnan's sons are talking about nepotism. Yeah. I just can't, I can't believe oh that like God, everyone is, is being asked about this now. Every It's so crazy. It's, I, 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 it's, asked about this. I know. It's so dull at this point. It's like, I guess it's like interesting to get Pierce all these answers because you can tell. Sons? It's funny to see who is like mad about it and who has been briefed by their press people or their father's press people to say like, just kind of a nothing burger answer, you know, which mm -hmm. is what they basically said, which is just their models, obviously. I think we just need to be grateful for our blessings, said Paris, <laughs> who was 21. Paris Brosnan. Uh, who has hit the runway as a budding model in recent years, in addition to his work as a filmmaker. Bye-bye. <laughs> Dylan, 25, mm -hmm. who is also a model and a musician, of course, mm -hmm. noted that his brother, he and his brother are trying to pave our own way. It's always going to be there, and we recognize it. At the end of the day, we're just grateful to be here, adding Dylan's an amazing musician, and, pay and I'm painting right now so we're just figuring it out it's funny how they are literally defining what nepotism kind of means by those That's exactly like, what i want from nepotism babies it's like yeah. i'm a 25 year old person who's able to just figure it out and take it day by day by painting and playing music and maybe modeling that is that is one of the definition you know like that is one of the results of nepotism is you have mm -hmm. the freedom to like essentially like fuck around and find out yeah. so like, very dicky greenleaf you know uh-huh Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's just it's interesting to kind of say we understand we are blessed and then say exactly what the blessing is, which is that I'm a musician and a painter and I'm just figuring it out. It's like, mm -hmm. you know what? You're lucky, babe. Lucky <laughs> you. And then he goes, I'm aware of the luck. I'm aware of how lucky I am. Thank you, GQ. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for asking, you it, GQ. But there's a quote where one of them says something and the other goes, I was going to say the same thing. It's like, I bet you were, babes. <laughs> it's in the script. <laughs> Pierce looks so proud of them. Look at him he in does. his velvet suit. He does. They're all giving he the the sons are giving like Ashton Kutcher kind of. There's a little bit of a floppy, a floppy brunette situation going on with these kids. Mm, yeah, one of the sons is giving Ashton Kutcher. The other son is giving kind of like one of those bachelors. He looks like one of those bachelors. Who was the bachelor mm, that he looks okay. like? I don't the know. Floppy haired I bachelor. Name me one. Sure, he's giving it. Wasn't there that floppy haired bachelor that like Kelly loved? Ben he Flanagan. Ben Flangen. No, he doesn't look like Ben, ben. F. He looks like someone else. No, he does look like Ben F. Anyways, they were at the GQ Man of the Year party, which is actually a great party. It always brings out some interesting things, this Man of the Year party. I even went one year, and I saw Bill Nye talk to Cameron Dallas for like five oh, minutes, and I just stood oh. there watching. Great combo. So these these kids are the kids of, remember Pierce Brosnan married that woman who was like one of the co-hosts on Unsolved Mysteries? We talked about her, like Kate Keeley. Those are his kids. But Pierce Brosnan, this is actually, I didn't realize the Keely Shea He Smith. has another marriage. Yeah. He had another marriage who the marriage ended when she died of, uh, I believe, uh, cervical cancer. And yeah, I she this. had one son with this person. So what's crazy is that she 
married Pierce in 1980 after she was widowed because her husband died. And she had two kids with her previous husband. Then she marries Pierce Brosnan. They have a son together. Then she dies, and he's a widower with his son with Cassandra and then the two children that he adopted. This son, Sean, is, like, much older than these two that are at the GQ event, and he just had another kid. So now Pierce Brosnan has four grandchildren, and he just got in the headlines for saying, for having this fourth grandchild named Jackson Elijah, J-A-X-X-O-N. E-L-I-J-A. It's just crazy that Pierce Brosnan, one of the most, like, kind of name, just, it's a, that's a name, had a kid who has the most Gen Z name that I've ever seen, mm-hmm. you know? It's, like, it's mm-hmm. just very much, like, the lineage continues with J-A-X-X-O-N, Elijah, no H, you know? Incredible. It's like, you know how James Bond sort of rolls off the tongue it, by design? The name's Bond, James Bond. It, this is the, this is, like, the, the polar opposite of that. The name's, the name's Elijah. Elijah. Jackson, Jackson Elijah. Elijah. That's Jackson with two X's and Elijah, no H. Like, that's the opposite. <laughs> And then the and then the person goes spelled like it sounds, and he goes not at all. Not even close, <laughs> babe. <laughs> not even close, bitch. Wait, speaking of, I feel like this is related to the, like the nepotism conversation, and a model named Vittoria Soretti came from Lily Rose Depp. I I, I don't really under. Are we supposed to know who this model is? No, but she no, is. No, no. Like, I thought maybe she was really famous here, but she's 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 an Italian model. So she came for it just being like she posted something on her Instagram and enough people follow her where they said like, oh, she's coming for her. Yeah, she has over a million followers. Like she is a famous model, but she's not like I okay. tried to see if there was something we missed about her in America and there really isn't. Should we read what she wrote? Because it's I, I can understand the frustration, especially because this is this is from Lily Rose talking about nepotism and her entry into the model world. And she's like, okay, I'm actually sick of this. Like, as a model who had to work my way up. Well, I'm glad this girlie spoke out. But I will say, I don't think anybody read the Lily Rose comments and said, okay. <laughs> everyone read those and said, okay, Bill and <laughs> whatever. Like, everyone read those and knew. Like, I just yeah, don't think true. there was any sort of misunderstanding. No one took or it seriously. Kind of this, like, okay, moving on. Great. That's a good answer. Everyone was like, that's actually a bad answer. And, like, you are incredibly kind of ignorant or just refusing to kind of understand what the person is asking you when they ask about nepotism. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. read this, but like, I just don't think we needed this. I don't think, I'm not sure that the, the people needed I'll it. I'll read it quickly. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but she's like, I just want to share a thought here because I can. I bumped into an interview of, so, of a so-called nepo baby or whatever y'all call it. Basically privileged daughter, son, cousin, niece, nephew, whatever of some kind of celebrity. Let me tell you something. And so she goes into about like what she did. She's like, I didn't come from a wealthy family. I didn't come from a famous, influential family. Like, you don't know what it means to struggle, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'll just finish it. Yes, I get the whole I'm here and work hard for it, but I would really love to see if you would have lasted through the first five years of my career not only being rejected, because I know you have an experience with it, and you can tell me your sad little story about it, even if if at the end of the day you can still go cry on your dad's couch in your villa in Malibu. But how about not being able to pay for your flight back home to your family, waiting hours to do a fitting casting just to see a Nepo baby walk past you from the warm seat of his, her Mercedes with his, her drivers, and his, her friend, assistant, agent, taking care of his, her mental health. You have no fucking idea how much how much you have to fight to make people respect you. It takes years. You just get it by free day one. You know, and it's then- funny. I saw a tweet and it was like, <laughs> do you know how tall Lily Rose Depp is? <laughs> like four feet four or something? She's like is five. Really she's like five two. So somebody yeah. wrote like, you think we don't know about nepotism? You're five two walking in like a runway show. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's, right. That's a good point. It's, but it's that's true because that's like, 
it's like the minimum height to even walk in those shows is like five nine or something at this point, right? Like they're not even gonna let you in the past the front door if you're five two. Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of says it all. I kind of I laughed at that. I was like, yeah, fair, good point. I just want to finish this caption because the end is what people quoted most because it is kind of funny. oh I oh I didn't see the end. I didn't see the end. Okay, she go goes. It ends. It's like a long line break, an even smaller font, and then she goes. I have many nepo baby friends whom I respect, but I can't stand listening to you compare yourself to me. I was not born on a comfy, sexy pillow with a view. I know it's not your fault, but please appreciate and know the place you come from. Love, XV. Comfy, sexy pillow with a view. Comfy, sexy pillow with a view. And she's Italian, and she's married to an Italian DJ. In a way, I do, of course, I do feel in a way there's no right answer to this that's going to satisfy everyone, no. but Lily definitely gave one of the worst answers that I've seen over the past yeah, I agree. many answers that have been given. So she definitely, you know, needs to read that. I'm sure it's gone to her, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's, she's, and she's also going to be doing press for this new show that she's in, which is coming at the, the weekend exact show. wrong, the exact wrong time to not have to answer this question 45,000 times. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Maybe she should like... <laughs> Have somebody explain to her how nepotism works or something, and then she can decide how she feels about it. I think people tried and it didn't sink in, but that's fine. Right. It's funny. She honestly, like... That's the that's the ugly truth. She doesn't need to know. It's not going to affect her. No, in any well, way. that's what. But that's the whole thing. That's the it's whole like, okay. that's the conundrum. It that's affects the everyone whole, else. Right. Your nepotism is more an effect on this model than on Lily Rose Depp. So in a way, it's like. It, it's everyone else. It's the industry at large. <laughs> this is the equivalent of like a fly buzzing past her ear. And she's like, what? And then like never thinks about it again. You know, like this is not going sure. to. Sure. And also I would argue that. she has more of a problem with Johnny Depp as her father than any sort of nepotism exactly. like that. She. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Good luck with that. We should we should say, hey, Lily, do you believe Amber? <laughs> Lily. <laughs> right. I mean, like ask so her many. the hard questions, please. Before we move on to relationships, I tried to give this a stupid title. Seemingly last week. Let's just read the seemingly headlines of the last week because this is becoming a problem. Seemingly last week. Want to alternate? I can start. Baby seemingly responds to rumor he was giving out free concert tickets in Nashville. Patrick Dempsey has funny reaction to Ellen Pompeo seemingly leaving Grey's Anatomy. Because she is leaving Grey's Anatomy, leaving. so that is old and wrong. This one has been everywhere and it's really dark, but it made me laugh, unfortunately. Anna Duggar seemingly skips sister-in-law Joy Anna's gender reveal party amid Josh's imprisonment. <laughs> oh my god, I don't, it's like, you I don't want to click on that with my hands tied behind my back. Actually, well, I couldn't click on it. But well, then you wouldn't be able to click. I don't want to read that. I get it. Pete Davidson and Emily Ratajkowski seeming, seemingly confirmed their their romance after being photographed looking incredibly cozy outside her apartment on his birthday. Lala Kent seemingly slams Randall Emmett's claims that he convinced Amber Childers to accuse him of abuse. Quote, no one did this to you. Elon Musk seemingly fires Twitter employee via tweet. Dave Chappelle seemingly addresses his SNL hosting controversy in promo. Andy Cohen seemingly defies CNN's wish to sober up New Year's Eve coverage after controversial 2021 rant. And finally, Angela Simmons seemingly confirms Yo Gotti dating rumors with romantic photo. What? Angela Simmons and Yo Gotti? Okay, Apparently, Angela Simmons and Yo Gotti are dating, and they seemingly confirmed it with a romantic photo. Seemingly. I like that pairing. I believe that pairing. That's a good pairing. Relationships. Andrew Garfield was at the GQ Man of the Year Awards, and so was Phoebe Deneva from Bridgerton, who is flopping hard. What? These right? GQ like, what events are really, Deneva? like, doing everything. Well, remember when she was dating Pete Davidson, and yes. now she's not? And then he oh, was wait, like, so I think So apparently I want they met at a party and mm-hmm. went on some dates after that, and people are losing their at mind. The man- Andrew no, Garfield. Lindsay, at the Man of the Year party. 
This was like yeah, two days met. ago. And then it goes, they've been inseparable ever since. It was like, but that just happened. <laughs> and man, and the GQ Man of the Year party is the London version of the one. There's two different of the parties glamour we're one. talking about here. No, no, no. There's another GQ Man of the GQ Man party that's not in London. Or is this the oh. same one? I think well, the one that Pierce Brosnan was at was don't also the, the London one. Both of the oh, band of really? the year parties that we talked about. No, there was one in. Oh my God, there's one in Los Angeles there's and there's one, one in London. A, in LA. So this is the London one. That's what one. I think. I'm sorry because the okay, one I went right. to was in LA. Right. I think so. We have two different narratives where there are GQ men of the year mm-hmm. that are there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So incredible. So he met Phoebe Dineva and he said, uh, "Okay, let's go out." And then, according to that, even though it's only been like a day, they are in love and they they're are getting married or whatever. Which is giving Andrew Garfield's publicist is some kind of magician because <laughs> I don't know how anyone ever believes this crap. <laughs> the Daily Mail was re- was reporting the Daily Mail. Uh, here we go. The Daily Mail gossip writer Emily Prescott. Do you ever f- see her stuff where it just says mm-hmm. Emily Prescott colon and then it's like her saying something and she writes mm-hmm. in first person. It's so funny. Okay, here's here's her article. She had a little bit of a different take or at least she had like another person involved. Spider-Man actor Andrew Garfield seemed to be weaving a tangled web at the GQ Man of the Year Awards in Knightsbridge last week. At one stage, I spotted the 39-year-old Hollywood star below getting very close to normal people actress Daisy Edgar Jones. Wasn't he just in a thing with her? No? Was it, no. No? Okay, whatever. As they headed towards the dance floor. And later, I heard that he had been snuggling up to Bridgerton's Phoebe Dinover, 27. They'd apparently got on so well at the event that the rumor mill suggests that they are no. now dating. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. Perhaps it's his thoughtful side that made him so popular with the ladies. <sighs> Went on one date, Brad Pitt and Paul Wesley's ex-wife. Um, what's her name? Inez de Ramon? I think this is This fake. is based on one photo at a Bono concert, by the way. At a Bono concert. But there's some sort of like, there's some sort of like the devil works hard, but someone's publicist works harder because it's Brad's. Paul Wesley, yeah, it but it's Brad and it's Paul Wesley's publicist and it's Inez's publicist because Paul has a new girlfriend too who's getting a lot of attention. I think it's the minute that Emily Ratajkowski was rumored to be dating Pete Davidson, Brad Pitt's PR person said, we're going to need you to like be seen with another woman. And mm-hmm. this is the woman. We're gonna need we're gonna need to divert it somewhere else. Who is Paul Wesley's estranged wife, Inez de Ramon? Five things to know. And some of the things are how many languages does she speak? She speaks five. French, German, English, Spanish, Italian. Where did she go to school? She graduated from the University of Geneva in 2013 with a bachelor's degree in business administration. And then it's like, is she a health nut? And then the answer to that is not yes or no, just the former client services worker becomes a licensed integrative nutrition health coach in March 2019. Babe. This is five things to know. You're telling me. You're you're asking me if I know if she's a health. I'm asking mm-hmm. you who she who she is. Mm-hmm. So weird to make that a question. It's very funny, very very funny. But as I said, Paul Wesley. This this guy is a Vampire Diaries guy. He also debuted his new girlfriend recently, like a couple of days ago. At the same time that Natalie Brad Pitt Kuckenberg. was spotted with his ex, Natalie Kuckenberg, and people sure. published all about Natalie Kuckenberg. Can I please read my favorite three things? Well, yeah, three things. One was she dabbles in photography, which is because she has an Instagram, okay? She's a model, which she is. And this is so hysterical to me. She's Brazilian and German. And their proof for this is, Kuckenberg is of Brazilian and German descent, usually tagging her posts with the hashtags, hashtag German model and hashtag Brazilian model. (laughs) She uses both. This is a great segue. I think you wrote it, but it's giving fake and so is... Larsa Pippen not, quote, exclusively dating Marcus Jordan after viral, well, this quote, is really cheating funny. video. 
well, this is very like when your fake dating scheme to get publicity blows up in your face and the mm-hmm. boyfriend that you're supposed to be dating was seen cheating on you, cheating, but he's not cheating on you because he's not your boyfriend he's not and like you. you're not exactly. actually dating. You're so dating Larsa Pippen was, remember, quote unquote, dating uh, Michael Jordan's son. And that was like a huge thing because Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen don't like each other. <laughs> Exactly. That's like the one of the biggest feuds in basketball, like a whole thing. So them dating is almost like literally the plot line on a t- reality show that is coming out that's coming to Peacock relatively soon. So what happens is, of course, the son gets sent videos of Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son, cheating, quote unquote, mm-hmm. cheating on his girlfriend, Larsa Pippen, with like multiple women. It's giving it's giving bed. It's giving Sam. It's giving Ron. It's giving mm-hmm. Jersey Shore. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I need to say stop saying it's giving. It's giving me a heart. It's, it's giving me a it's, aneurysm. It's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna delete that. I'm gonna say. Uh, so then the son. Uh, now I already forgot what I said. Okay. Um, however, on Thursday, the son published a video showing the former college basketball player kissing a brunette and squeezing, and squeezing her, butt her butt outside <laughs> his Orlando condo before grabbing her hand and taking her inside his place. I do love that. It would have been like, well, he was hanging out with some girlies. We don't know what was happening. But he grabbed her ass in a way that is very not much like, nice to meet you, friend, <laughs> business acquaintance. <laughs> squish, squish. <laughs> so, of course, Larsa Pippen has to say, like, Larsa Pippen's people reach out and they're like, well, they're not exclusive. So, like, this is OK. Right. It's totally right. fine. They're not exclusive. And it's like, mm-hmm. or they're just not really dating or they're just not, they've just been seen together or mm. <laughs> something else you know like it's but the key to this entire thing is the line fans will likely see her dating life play out on the real housewives of miami when the season f- premieres on december 8th and it's like exactly yeah, exactly it all goes back to that so when we said that was fake uh it still is fake <laughs> it still is fake we can speed through the rest of the relationship news maya jama is apparently back with her ex stormzy they dated before Can't they were famous and now nuts. remember she the last time we talked about maya jama it was because we were like is she, she on again or off again ben with simmons. ben simmons that's apparently over, and she's back with Stormzy. She's back with Stormzy. Who is having a moment now, especially in America. Stormzy's a British rapper. I'm sorry, but, but he's been having a moment. He's a huge guy. He's a huge rapper. He's huge. I think that the, this... He performed this on the Taylor, AMAs. I just feel like I've been seeing more and more about Stormzy lately, but I kind of think it's just the Taylor Swift effect, because he was like, I want to meet Taylor Swift, and then he met her, and people thought that was cute. They dated in, like, 2016. Now they're allegedly back together, which would make them a very good couple, I think. I mean, she's one of the biggest UK hosts. He's one of the biggest UK uh, musicians. So yeah, it would be like a very good couple. This is not much of anything, but I did laugh at the headline. Anthony Kiedis, 60, is seen dining out with Ukrainian contortionist Marina Mazepa, 25, who is best what? known for her wild performance on America's Got Talent. And I was like, why is he dating Anthony this person? Kiedis why would we care? Dating a 25-year-old Ukrainian contortionist is like the most Anthony Kiedis thing I looked up photos of her contorting herself, and I was like, yeah, that's that's okay. why Anthony Kiedis is dating the contortionist. Oh, oh, well, that's awful. In Touch exclusives. Aubrey O'Day gave In Touch, I think, five exclusives this week based on one interview. But here are some. Exclusive, Aubrey O'Day is hooking up with Kyland Young from Big Brother. Quote, he cuddles me at night. Exclusive, okay. is Poor Girl lyric about Aubrey O'Day's song about Polly D's girlfriend, Nikki? Exclusive, Aubrey O'Day reacts to ex-Polly D's wish she, quote, never met his daughter. Exclusive, Aubrey O'Day didn't have sex for three years after Pauly D relationship. And then another one on OK that's not an exclusive, Aubrey O'Day admits she constantly had sex with ex-Pauly D in hopes it would prevent him from cheating. So Aubrey O'Day gave, I think, like a half-hour interview with In Touch recently, and they milked it for all it was worth. And I'm going to argue that it wasn't worth this much. 
Did all of this come from this a one single interview? video interview? Yeah. I am being respected and validated and enjoying myself while I look for my husband because I'm trying to pop a baby out before these ovaries get too old. Because God forbid there isn't another little little baby Aubrey walking the world. We can't have that. We cannot not have that. I mean, it's really funny. It's like sort of it's sort of like iconic. They turned a single interview into like so much content, which is I think one of the goals of that job. I mean, I think that's fine. It sounds like it may, they're making her sound like she has some sort of red phone that connects right to the offices of mm-hmm. um, InTouch to give them all the goss. But it's just one interview that they're just aggregating the hell out of. But yeah. okay, that's fine. What else is Anthony's there? Anthony's engaged to his boyfriend. Okay, who cares? Okay. Uh, who else? Uh, what is this? Bobby Flay and why he and girlfriend Christina Perez make the perfect team for the holidays. No, uh, don't he has a care. horse named Pizza don't Bianca. Care. Don't care. Heidi Some Montag baby names. and Spencer Pratt had their baby named Riker. R-Y-K-E-R. Let's move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? She hasn't done much this week because she's coming down from a big, big week of the EMAs and post-EMAs haze. It was but honestly she doesn't cover too much. And she needs to even it out. She should know that we do a segment on her every week and not like load the load the weeks because it really stresses me out. I need stuff mm-hmm. for slow weeks. I need stuff for for the heavy weeks. It's too long. She really mm-hmm. needs to understand the pacing of her life in terms of week to week. You know. I love that she made it into a Black Friday headline because now like every website on the planet is giving you Black Friday deals because that's how the internet oh my works God. these Rita days. Rita Ora's favorite facial device brand is has fifty percent off for Black Friday, so they're they're just using her <laughs> to sell this. Who's you? What is this web? Oh, it's the mirror. The mirror is using her to which, sell. Um, which proves her appeal. Stuff. Ridor has beautiful skin. I want to buy whatever skin device. You f- she was on the cover of L'Officiel, the art, mm-hmm. uh, the art issue. The cover line is the brilliant Rita Ora, and it's all about Prada. But I think we're done. So happy Thanksgiving back. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns for next Thursday's show. If you're a celebrity, also call in. We might play your call on the Tuesday show. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's. <laughs> Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing well, our Rita theme song on Tuesday. Get line. <laughs> Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing. Um, support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, all sorts of stuff, and more. You can also get the audio on Apple Podcasts, where you should also rate and review us. And uh, happy Thanksgiving back. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving back. Bye. Bye.